What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Barbells and Trails podcast. I'm your host, Brett. I don't know where to look today because we finally have multicam. So you can see me here and there and there. Well, you can't see me there. But you see him. keep looking at that camera. I keep looking at it like you can see me, but you can't. Even that camera can't see us. I know. So this is a lot different um, than normal. So hopefully this kind of makes the podcast feel a little more professional, I feel like, in certain aspects. Professionals. And I feel like in general, it will make it look better because you're not looking at the side of our right. face all the time. I mean, I look good all the time. It's just yeah. you that we need to Now out. it's just like you get to see it more head on, you know, Yeah. and it just makes it so much better. But this is episode 76. Our last episode was all about nuclear power. I hope you guys did enjoy that. I actually had a lot of fun doing that one. This one's bunch. more of a relaxed fit episode relaxed yeah, episode we got our, you know flannels on yeah i had know? to match him he walked in with that and i was like okay i was like i got you let me go throw mine on <laughs> yep. so we're the flannel boys today as you can I tell so but no so w- this is our kind of our relaxed episode in between our serious topic of nuclear power and our first official guest of the year that's true this weekend um we have our first guest of the year first person ever on with two of us, first what? person on with multicam. There, there's a lot of records yeah. being broken this week. Dude. Um, so, Brian, from our very first live stream, if you guys did tune in or you saw some of the shorts, anything along those lines, you probably saw the shorts more than you did the live stream. He is coming on this weekend. Um, so it'll be a lot of fun to have him. I'm really honestly excited. But I do want to throw this out here before we get too far in the podcast and I forget. Um I'm going to ask it on Spotify, so if you guys are listening there or if you're watching on YouTube, like if there's any questions or anything you want to ask us or even have us ask yeah, Brian, yeah. throw it down there. Put it yes. put it in the comments. Leave it on um, Spotify in the question polls page. Do something along those lines just because it would make it more interesting for us so we can maybe yeah. a- ask the questions and get answers that you guys are wondering. Um, so I- I'm kind of looking forward to that. I think it will be a lot of fun. He's like – my work grandpa um he's, he's my work granddad so it, it'll be fun to have him is on he, is he your best co-worker to work with uh yeah yes i i mean i guess it depends one of my favorite co-workers to work with overall but sometimes do we butt head not i wouldn't say butt heads but how we work together sometimes isn't the same connect yeah that I think that's the only thing. I love yeah. working with them, but sometimes we we don't coexist the best in that certain aspects. But sense. we also do similar but different enough jobs. So sometimes I thought he was in um, the same department. He he is, but he he focuses on different stuff than I do. I so really he, we don't necessarily always work w- like on the same projects. We kind of do our own shit. Oh, okay, gotcha. So they kind of get split up, but no. So it's it'll be it'll be a lot of fun this weekend. Between that and then. We'll be hitting some golf balls at Josh's uh, golf simulator. So yeah, I'm ready to get some golf in me again. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. So that's kind of kind of one reason why Brian's coming did up. He, is, uh, did he fix it though? I don't know. I need to ask him because <laughs> I'm. If not, I told Freddie I wanna I wanna show up wearing a cup and a baseball helmet and just be ready. I'll show up with freaking styrofoam all over me. It sounds like, yeah, bubble wrap, something like uh, at least around the waist area for sure. I don't want to get my ball exploded. No, I don't. I don't want to get hit with a golf ball inside of a confined space. <laughs> yeah. 
That would not be fun. No, it's it didn't look like fun when I saw Freddy, so <laughs> I'm not not totally looking forward to that. Yeah. So I, I did kind of mention this to you off camera, but I feel like I might as well mention it to you on here. So you said you've never read like you you know who David Goggins is, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. But you've never read Can't Hurt Me. No. Okay. Well, depending on how long some of these people have been listening, I did an episode on him like almost a year and a half ago. It was like episode number eight mm-hmm. um, when I first, for the first time, listened to his book, which I, I had before. I got his new one. I've started it. I thought it'd be really good to almost do like a callback episode. Me finish his new book. You read his first book. And then here in maybe two weeks or something, do an episode on David Goggins, breaking down his life story. We can kind of compare Oh, notes. that's what the book's about? Yeah, it's oh, about right. him, his journey, a lot of different things, just mental fortitude. I mean, I, I'm guessing you know the gist of who he is and yes. some of his story. He's insane. Yeah. You insane. get a lot more of the backstory and, and extra details, especially in the first book. Uh, um, just kind of like – Okay, gotcha. Like – his journey into becoming a Navy SEAL, how challenging it was for him. Because mm-hmm. I'll be honest, before that, like I knew who he was. I did not know him, mm-hmm. um, but I and I knew he was a SEAL, but I didn't know his actual like personal struggles, even growing up mm-hmm. and all that. Like I didn't know he's from Indiana, sort of. Yeah, like well, right. initially Buffalo, but then yeah. then graduated in Indiana and stuff. So yeah. I thought that'd be a cool episode to to work on here in the future. I'm like, well, I'm already reading the book, and I wasn't sure if you had read the first one. So since you hadn't, I was like, this might be a perfect lineup. So we can kind of compare notes and go over stuff, and I I thought it would be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Because he's a a very, very interesting man. Yeah, I actually just saw a video about him. I mean, not just then, but uh, last week maybe. But Let me guess. Was it when he was on Andrew Huberman? No, no, no. no. He was 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 on Andrew Huberman. So his wife – was video recording oh, yeah. in a truck right behind him. Yep. It was like three in the morning. Yep. And he wait and just gets up. He's like, I'm running a marathon right now. And he just gets up and just, just starts running, dude. The dude is insane. And it's like three in the morning and he just finishes like the whole marathon. And he just it's like, huh? I wanted to do it. So yeah. I did it. No, he's crazy. Like I need to listen to I feel like this would be a fun topic eventually, but like I want to listen to uh Kim Haynes his book and mm-hmm. I have it. I just haven't listened to it yet, but, um, no, the whole reason why I kind of got back into that book. Cause I forgot. I already had it on audible. Yeah. I just hadn't started was because I noticed he came on Andrew Huberman's podcast, which I don't know if you know who he is, but I think I've heard his name. <clears throat> he's uh, a very famous neurobiologist from Stanford. He has okay. a podcast. He breaks down a lot of stuff when it comes to health, neurobiology, how the brain works, a lot of cool stuff. But he had him on, and I was like, oh, that would be an interesting conversation. Someone that's just mentally tough, basically is a very smart dude in his own right, but at the same time doesn't understand science and the actual, like, function. And then someone that literally studies the brain to look at somebody that's probably one of the most crazy mentally tough people in the world and kind of break that down. Like, there was one thing he talked about that made a lot of sense, and even Goggins kind of realized it was like – Apparently, there's a certain spot in the brain that basically grows like a muscle when you do things you hate and don't want to do. And oh. basically pushing yourself into discomfort and doing things you don't like will make that a larger section of your brain and actually grow it and develop it over time. But it's also same as like 
muscle structures if you don't use it and you go back to a very sedative lifestyle or you're overweight and you just eat fast food and you, you do the you become comfy mm-hmm. and you want that stuff it will shrink again yeah. and so it's literally like a very dynamic portion of the brain depending on your actual physical action and how you like fight through like mental um hurdles i guess would be a good way to put it interesting yeah and, and I was like, man, now that they said that, I was like, I would have loved to see a brain scan of him in, like, 2000. Yeah. And a brain scan of him now because you know that that section of his brain probably, like, quadrupled in size hands down Dude, compared to him insane. when he was 24. Because that's when it all started. He was 24, weighed, like, 300 pounds. Like, it's yeah. – his story's insane. Yeah. And, it's and I mean, really he worked for LabCorp. Like, I've seen those trucks. I know LabCorp. Like, they do fast food restaurants. Like, that's a that's an Indiana mm-hmm. uh, extermination yeah. company. Yeah, that's who he worked for back in the day. And actually, at the time, I think he was living in Fishers or somewhere. Like, he lived really? reasonably local at the time. That's um, insane, actually. Or Zionsville, somewhere in that area. But obviously, this was early 2000s, I think. Right. <clears throat> if not sooner. Might have been 90s. I probably wasn't born. But... <laughs> yeah, I might not have been born, <laughs> but no. So I think that'd be a fun, fun. No, that would to do. be that would be f- just fun listening to it. Oh yeah, oh, it, it's an amazing story. But uh, well, I guess we kind of planned a few things, not a lot. We planned so much. Dude. We're professionals. We, we are We're professionals. Professional. I think. Um, we need AI to take over <laughs> and just help us eventually. <laughs> I don't know if I want that. Just with certain aspects, the positive stuff. I don't want them. Okay, well, they, you said AI to take over. Well, not take like over. That. You said like, take over. That's not what I meant. I, yeah. I want to live my life. Leave me alone. But say, help me out when I need I'm it. Comfortable. That's what I need. Just, just give me the support I need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like give me a little nudge because sometimes my brain just doesn't function. <laughs> Very true. But one of the things that happened, uh, I believe Monday, that I didn't know. And this is actually kind of interesting is Microsoft has officially overtaken Apple by becoming the most value, highest-valued company in the world now for really? $2.89 trillion. Wow. And Apple is $2.88. And Apple has been the highest-valued company, I think, now for years, years and years. Wow. Which, that's insane, actually. That's crazy. I really don't know what, it put, what would have brought – yeah, Microsoft what, what over it? the edge. That's what that's what I recently don't. came out. And in certain aspects, is also kind of surprising. Am, or Amazon, sorry, Apple's done so well considering <clears throat> the vast amount of things that Microsoft is involved in. Because yes, it's like they correct. make computers, yeah. they make like their Xbox. So then they also include certain game companies because of that. Like that. There's so much tied into them when, like, Apple is mainly Apple. Mm-hmm. That's also really impressive to think that, like, considering even if you go on the variety of things that these two companies offer, the stuff that Microsoft has under its umbrella is way larger than Apple. Right. And Apple was still larger than them yeah, I, monetarily. I feel for like years. Microsoft has more of a variety. Yes. But, but maybe Apple, that's why Apple well, did so well. They focused but, on one but, thing. Yeah, but Apple like, probably just sells. A crap done. Oh yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's insane. The market expensive. share. I mean, I think Apple literally owns about fifty percent, almost if not more. They almost have damn near a monopoly 
on the phone market share oh, in bro. the United States, hands down. I mean, everybody crazy uses to Apple. Think about. Even me, I use Apple. I, I, yeah, one, two, three, yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> so I, hey, they I, make good phones. They, they do, do, they do. I mean, I was Android for a while. Me too. And was, there's certain aspects about Android well, that are cool. I, I was like iPod. Yep. To iPod. Android. To well, no, no, mm-hmm. iPod to flip phone to Android. Oh. Yeah. Then to my phone. Okay, so wait, th- I know this is like just a random topic and not necessarily anything we're talking about, but why not? <laughs> How old were you when you got a phone? Because you're three years like, younger than uh, me. Like a smartphone? Just in general. When, when did you oh, a flip get phone. access to a cell phone? Uh, well, I got my flip phone. Probably, well, I had my iPod, and that was like, you know. Back in the day, that's what everybody had. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I was probably ten to eleven when we, I got my we, iPod. We that. So that would have been twenty fourteen. Okay. So how old were you when like, you officially got your first like cell phone? And then I think fifteen, I had a, like a flip phone for like a year. And then so in all reality, then, you haven't had a phone very long. And then probably uh, when I was like sixteen, seventeen plus. So three years roughly. Yeah, if when you think about that, that's actually not, three to four probably years. Yeah, yeah. it's actually kind of crazy because it doesn't feel like because in the end that's not that long of a time. Well, I so you know that reel I just sent you, right? Yes. It's just like, I mean, this is definitely not what we're talking no, about. No, totally. Yeah. But um, it's just like I was reading the comments. It's just like we're like the last of our generation to like no for sure actually know what the world looks like without like Phones. just taking over by technology. No, for sure. And it's just like. I don't know if it was just a filter they were using, but it just made everything look just... Well, some of that's probably actual old footage. Yeah, but so it just, it just I, made I, everything I, feel just... I don't calming. Know. It, it, you, just you look, brought that, me back to my childhood. That is you know? nostalgia yeah. in so a like, syringe. When you say, like, I didn't have a phone much, I was just like, I really didn't care, honestly. I was just like... I, of course, I was homeschooled. I had my brothers. Well, no, yeah. Um, well, I'm just because yeah. that's the thing. You probably honestly, you didn't have a phone, but you probably had internet before I did. Yeah. So like that's th- there's there's some differences there. But like I had a cell phone by the time I was nine years old. Yeah. I had a flip phone, and so I know like you didn't have, and even then I kind of came up on the later side of things. Like I'm not a millennial, so I didn't have quite the progression of phones on like like as they changed over the mm-hmm. years from like the old Nikias and all yeah. that stuff. Like I didn't have, I didn't have all those, yeah, I didn't. but at the same time I still had a transition. So part of the reason why I had a phone so young was me and my sister were getting off the bus at that age yeah. in the middle of the country, divorced parents, both, both parents worked. So we didn't have a home phone. So we had that basically to call or text our parents to be like, Hey, yeah. we're home yep. or in case of an emergency. So like at the time it wasn't a social thing. Social media wasn't invented right. yet. At the time, I, t- well, technically the iPhone would have been invented at that point. But, like, initially it was like, oh, I had a flip phone, and then eventually Bailey got one, but it was also old. So, like, it was also cheap phones. Um, and we had, like, the slide keyboards and, like, all this mm, stuff. I remember and then, those, actually. And uh, from there it was, like, then, like, some of the first smartphones we had, which were, like, really cheap Android smartphones. Yeah. They were not Apple by any means and just like really random androids mm-hmm. they might have been samsung's but they would have been like the really budget ones and probably mm-hmm. even then at least a year or two old right so there's like working our way up where i know like some people 
<clears throat> started with like the old big Nokia's and then they like yeah. worked their way over to like their first iPhone yeah. and all that stuff. So it's like, it's weird to see like the crazy phone transition even it the past insane, 20 years. actually, yeah. <clears throat> but I do know what you mean. We are, because even that's the thing. Our generation, I think, ends <clears throat> not till 2010. So some of those kids don't even still understand the stuff we've seen. And that's the thing. You and me are three years older or three years apart. And I have a slight, like slight difference yeah. from you and the people older than me have even more of a difference yeah. and they relate more to millennials. But like we were there, we had a childhood really before the internet completely took over. Like right. we saw YouTube, we saw all these internet platforms like start and slowly mm. build to what they are today. Yeah. Where, they were not like that at all back in the day. They were ass. Like, I remember when Snapchat first came out, and I was like, what is this? Like, yeah. what, what is going on here? I remember, like, Nathan, because, I mean, he's your age. Yeah, he, he's the older one. Yeah, so. and, like, Snapchat came up, and he was just like, what is this? Yeah. And then he just Instagram, got it. From, or or like, yeah. He's like, this is stupid. Yeah, I, I mean, yes. It was so different at the time. Mm -hmm. And some of the old things i posted on instagram so dumb like just oh, random really? stuff oh yeah for sure it, yeah, just... you deleted them though didn't you oh yes <laughs> <laughs> some of them were so bad i mean i had buddies of mine make memes of me like turn me into a meme format <laughs> it's some of this stuff he came up with like, you're talking about teenager dark humor oh. oh he was coming up with some wild stuff and it, it was just taking... and you posted that no he did Oh. Uh, but it, it was literally just taking some of my Instagram posts and then cutting everything out and then putting me in different scenarios was or he captions. Like bullying you? Or no, no, okay. it was a buddy of mine. I mean, I, I found it hilarious, but it was just so funny. Like I, I, I posted. Let's just say I posted a selfie of me holding my um paintball gun or something at one point. So he just took me and then put me in different scenarios, and one was like. <laughs> just invaded bo like russia with the boys and it's like uh, a black and white photo in the 1940s when like germany invaded uh, russia or something like the most outrageous stuff and he would just like send them to me and a different different stuff and they were wow. we we're like hashtag brett memes and, like, oh that's actually <laughs> hilarious just like random stuff he probably still has that somewhere on a computer somewhere or something let's just say he always reposted and and did stuff on his Instagram that he went through multiple accounts. Like he would get, he would get, uh, his accounts deleted. <laughs> just banned. By, yeah. Banned and deleted by, by stuff. So it, he made some interesting, um, posts for sure, but That's they were always funny. so funny. I mean, especially when we were like 14 right. at the time and, or something, and it just cracked us up. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy how, how crazy that kind of stuff's changed. But speaking of technology and iPhones, Microsoft also did this. Overtook Apple? No, no, we already did that one. <laughs> Microsoft used AI to see how they could advance battery technology, basically to move away from lithium because lithium is so important. It's basically the thing that holds up the battery industry, but it's also a very hard metal to get, and it's a very, uh, what's the word? Um, let's just say not an ethically sourced mineral by any means um no. basically if you look at the uh where lithium and cobalt come from it's still slavery 
in certain cases um yeah and stuff like that but basically they started using the the ai to try coming up with different battery compositions what they could come up with in 80 hours less than 80 hours they were able to come up with 18 different possible minerals that could be used to create other battery types and one was something where it still used lithium i believe but less lithium and it used a lot of sodium so something that's a lot more easy to produce and, and get your hands on and certain things along those lines. So mm. it'll be interesting to see, especially over the next 10 years where battery technology goes, because yeah. there's a lot of different possibilities. But even as AI gets into certain things, like imagine AI coming up with a better design for nuclear reactors yeah, and, right. and more efficient designs or it comes up with different ideas to be used for the waste to make batteries, yep. better batteries yep. or um like like we talked about for the steelwork systems and stuff like it's yep. interesting to see where ai will kind of have its like positive little fingerprints in certain things of right. being able to advance stuff quicker because it's able to look at a bigger picture than yeah what we can in one instant so it'll, it'll be interesting to see where it goes yes but it's crazy like honestly lithium batteries i mean of course they're amazing in the smartphones industry but like my transmitter, my receiver, hmm? my transmitter batteries takes eighteen hours for full charge. That's like a whole yeah. day. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that's stupid. the thing. Some of it's it'll be interesting because depending on how they develop things, and even as even the past ten years, technology's gotten better. They've had longer lasts. They've taken less time to charge. Mm -hmm. So it's like, eventually, it could get to the point where. We're using different batteries. Maybe to charge your phone, it literally takes five minutes full charge. I know. Or be something amazing. along those times. And it might have a two-day battery, possibly. Right. Or even if you don't have one that long, because maybe you just don't need it, It in general, the battery is way smaller. And so mm -hmm. then you have a larger processing power for your phones or, right. or something along those lines. So, so there's so many different things that could possibly change your vehicles, like right. electric vehicles, stuff along those lines. So there's yeah. a lot of big potential i think i just also saw something this week where i believe uh, i want to say arizona but that's not the right state but a certain state one of them out of the 50 i can't remember which opened the first ever electric car charging roadway on the highway i think i saw a video about that i have no idea how it works <laughs> but where, supposedly where there's was? one like i don't know it's in the u.s it is in the u.s oh, but I, really? I feel like it was the east coast but it could be I wrong. I thought I saw something like in Norway or something. Wait, well, was it Norway? Hmm. Something like that. I don't know. So but, somewhere. Yeah. Oh, how about this? Somewhere in the world. Uh, <laughs> I think it's interesting because okay, when I had um, I don't know how it works or actually how efficient it is, but also it's like, do we have enough electric vehicles for that to be worthwhile? And then also, does that mean you're going to start ripping up more roads to put this kind of mm -hmm. stuff on? So it becomes a very Right. Big I mean, when I had situation. My, when I had my Ford C Max, um, it charged the battery like through the braking system. So that's what Tesla like, does. Yeah. So like you didn't have to charge it at all. Yeah. Well, obviously, but you also still have fuel. Like you have regular fuel. Right. Where like Teslas do still have, um, like that same kind of build. I, I can't remember what's called regenerative braking. Braking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what so, mine was. So it does help reduce and turn some of that kinetic energy back into right. energy for the bat the battery so that'd be interesting to see how it lo rolls out like i've even seen concepts and ideas of like 
almost like a what was it it was like a solar panel road almost where it's obviously not going to be the same as regular solar panels it's not going to produce the same amount of energy but possibly a, a way eventually very cost effective where it obviously might not be on the highways for big trucks or all this stuff but even let's say a downtown square in the main part of small towns you use this material instead and your roads literally produce energy or or something along those lines like there's there's some weird things where they're like how is there ways for us to produce electricity through just the advent of having to have roads and cars and try to find some way to get energy out of that relationship that would be kind of cool if they could figure it out yeah well i mean there's something that i think i showed you i sent it to you because we were talking about it i think it was literally right after we recorded last week and it was where someone's trying to design a new form of solar panels where they're completely clear so Mm. you could use them as glass in buildings Mm -hmm. and instead of having to have big old solar panels you know yeah just literally solar powered windows pretty much Mm -hmm. um where i don't know if it would necessarily be quite as efficient as a regular solar panel but it's something like it it's obviously gonna do something that's um it's kind of cool it's like every little bit counts and it's like if that gets better and better you never know where it's gonna go go off to right so what, what is it you, you've been up to this week? You know, honestly, so just work, you know, and living with you, you know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. How, how do you like the new roommate? Pretty good. Is it just? Pretty, pretty good. Does it get annoying? No, he's pretty tolerable. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> he plays a lot of Fortnite, though. <laughs> That's all you're going to say about me now? Yeah. <laughs> you- I have to admit, you, you do play it more than I, I would have imagined. But at the same time, you were kind of restricted by your old internet to not be able to play. So this is also like some of the first times where you're just kind of able to go okay. balls to the wall. My with internet it. literally would cut out like every five seconds. Yeah. So <laughs> so this is a this is like your first chance really getting access to it. So yeah. I, I I understand. Like the first time, the first time I got my Xbox, I couldn't tell you it an evening, especially when I had internet. An evening that I practically wasn't just playing COD 2019. Hey, I didn't do it today, so. That's true. That's true. I got home. You were cleaning dishes and jamming out some music. That Dude, was, I was. It was, was having a good time. You proud. I was proud. I was like, Proud dad wow. moment. Like, look at him. Like, I could hear the music as I walked up, and I was like, he's listening to music. Yeah, and he's he just in there quietly singing to himself, just doing oh. dishes. Like, oh, yeah, that's like me. I do that all the time. <laughs> I'll just be jamming to something. Oh, my gosh. Cleaning house. But, okay, so going back to, like, in inventions. Inventions. The hum- okay. Like, in the yeah. human, like, just all over the world. Yeah. So, did you know that. <laughs> I'll close my eyes. <laughs> did you know um that actually in, there's more pyramids in Sudan than there are in Egypt? Sudan. Yeah. It's in Africa. I thought that I was going to say that's in Africa too, right? Yeah. But where? It's over on the east side, correct? Um, it's like south of Egypt? Yeah. It's like, honestly, the neighbors, I think. Oh. Or close to neighbors. You know what? It doesn't totally surprise me. I think there's but also yeah. more pyramids. I don't know. I don't, no, don't I quote just... me on this, but I think there might be more pyramids in Mexico than there are in Egypt. There's actually a chance. So, there's a chance. Yeah, I kind of want to like, Google that. There's now. only 138 pyramids in Egypt, and there's mm-hmm. over like 
255 sedan. So it's like that. not even by like a small amount. Yeah. It's like I was just like I was kind of just like compelled, I guess. Yeah. I was no, like, that's that is cool. Cuz you always be, hear about the pyramids in Egypt and how great yeah, they are. Yeah, just cuz they're the big ones. That, yeah. that's basically it. Yeah. I, I think that's why they're so talked about is they're still some of the largest pyramids in the world. Right. With the most impressive build, and it's super close to uh, a major city center. Right. So, I mean, it it's, it's just everywhere. Everybody yeah. gets to see it. Like, it's in the mo- middle of nowhere, but it's by desert, so it's pretty obvious. Where it's like, that's what's going to be interesting over the next 20 years. What are we going to discover in the Amazon? They keep finding more and more traces of human civilizations, more cities where there could have literally been tens of millions of people living in the Amazon at one point that we did not know about. As, I mean, I'm not going to just go off by, like, movies, but, like, there's tons of movies. Just, like, you know, I'm probably just fiction, but could not be. Like, there was one with... Um, that was very vague. <laughs> I, well, I mean, like, what, what movies are we talking about, I guess? I mean, uh, just, like, ancient civilizations in, oh. in um, the Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just like, I, well, I like yeah. What's up? What's up? Me, Road I believe Z, that there no. is actually City of Z. Is that what the one? City of Z. Thank you. Yes. There's, yeah. it was, the, I mean, there's actual journals yeah. wrote about stuff, and yeah. they're like, I mean, I honestly believe that there's probably oh for sure at least I, two or three. I think they've, I think at this point it's almost guaranteed because there was, if I remember correctly, and I couldn't tell you who, but I'm pretty sure there has been journals found from. Uh, explorers back in like the 1400s mm-hmm. or earlier being like yeah there was people everywhere in the amazon we went up the nile or N- nile mm-hmm. what wrong continent went up the amazon river right. saw city massive cities yeah. all these different things i wrote about it told people came back to yeah. uh like in- england maybe europe wherever and a hundred years later people went and they were like what are you talking yeah. about there's nothing I just, here I, it, and i think that that is the thing that a lot of people do lack in understanding is that yes we did some major atrocities to the native americans in general in our country right, yeah let alone everywhere else yes. and other other countries but i think and i wasn't taught this i didn't find this out until only like a year and a half ago that 90 percent of the native population all was wiped out from disease it wasn't even things we did. Yeah. It was just by us showing up, mm-hmm. not realizing it. Yep. And ninety percent of their population disappeared. Yeah. In because all reality, if we if that didn't happen, I don't think our country would be what it is today because there there was an estimated number that there might almost damn near been as many Native Americans here as there was in Europe at the time. Probably. Like almost sixty million Native Americans in North America. Yeah. Like and I mean yeah, you go from sixty million to basically fifty five. Like mm-hmm. or gone, you only have five five million yeah, people spread across the country. Just think about it: the whole, all of United States of America, those are Indians, basically. Mm-hmm. Like Indiana, Indians. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's literally why our name is yes. derived from that. Yeah, there was a lot of major, major parts of the Native American culture here, like many big, yeah, big I, clans. It's insane. And but, so it, it yeah. is crazy to think about that, where it's like the jungle could literally have. Within a hundred years, like it, it could have taken ten years for even at, let's say a similar situation in the Amazon story, ninety mm-hmm. percent of people to die. So yep. if you have a, a, a city of a million people, 
and now you only have a hundred thousand. They're gonna leave because they can't yeah. sustain themselves. Yep. They can't keep up with this. And we've seen how fast cities can be taken over by forests. I mean, if you look at certain places in Detroit, buildings that were there ten years ago, fine, literally have trees growing out of them. Mm-hmm. So if you go a hundred years, especially in a jungle, how quickly is that vegetation right. gonna consume yep. those buildings and just cover just, them up? I I just can't wait until we actually have explored all of the Amazon. It's gonna it's gonna be pretty crazy. Yeah. Light lidar is probably the biggest thing with that. I mean, I I get why they literally can't go fast because there's so I mean, many diseases, it's so, it's so so many animals, and it's so and thick. Like it's it's thick. one of the most unhospitable places. Yeah, sort of and in the world. It, it's one of the most dangerous places in the world. Yeah. I guess it, it definitely is. Like I've seen just like just pictures of huge snakes. In oh there yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Anacondas. Yeah. Nope. I'm like. <laughs> Uh, well, like, you know who Yes Theory are. Yes. Did you ever watch their, basically, documentary? How they went to, I believe it was Guatemala, where they found this pyramid. And I, I, estimations believe that it's actually now the world's largest pyramid. It's bigger than the Giza pyramids. And it's just in the middle of nowhere, out in the jungle. And they take, like, a two-day journey. It's like a 20-mile hike plus all these like like bus mm-hmm. ride to get there all this stuff and they climb it and you don't even realize it for a long time but they're actually walking up this pyramid and it feels like you're just walking up a hill and it is part of the building and they've only excavated but like and start oh, to, to buried it. Under yeah, dirt. It's, well it's not buried under dirt but by trees and slowly but surely been clearing it out and like replacing oh, it and wow. trying to put it back together that's why that's that kind of stuff takes so long is because yeah. It's like one you gotta slowly remove all these trees but two honestly they try to piece it back together like a damn puzzle to mm-hmm. make it what it was as yeah. best as they can like especially when it came to like um what are some of those sites in mexico i'm blanking on the names but like the aztec cities um, um i'm blanking on any of the names um, at this point but you know, know you, you mean, yeah you yeah. know what i'm talking about they had to do similar situations yes. there but it's like this could be the world's largest pyramid that we know of and it's hidden in the middle of this jungle yeah that's insane crazy that that like that, that's a good little documentary that's, to watch. That's another link about the um Graham Hancock. Mm-hmm. That one uh we watched what the very first episode. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about one that was underground that he like literally found something that's hidden underground but the government wouldn't let him dig. Yeah, they won't they won't fund or allow. <sighs> I honestly hate that. Yeah, bureaucracy. <sighs> I was like can be rough. screw the funding. Yeah, can we just start digging? <laughs> Get a shovel, boys. We're All just right. going to start. But, I mean, if it's a historical site, that makes it, sense. it li- limits But then again, what if there's more to it, you know? Exactly. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, that's like You haven't finished that documentary. I need to, dude. Yeah. I really want to. I just never had to. Never yeah. Had you, never got, you never got the chance yeah. at the time. Oh, uh, not only this. This is one of our last news outlets things. Okay. okay. So our, our president's son. Mr. Hunter Biden, apparently I don't know. He's a, I I don't pay attention to the news half the time, but apparently he's because of inquiries for um, impeachment. They want more information from him and basically been about his situation, the laptop and like all that stuff. You know, you you've heard mm-hmm. some of that. And I guess he walked into this meeting or something. And one of the senators or or sen, sen, how, is it still a senator for a woman? Is that how you call it? Yeah, still senator. 
she yelled at them and said, uh, what do you not have? Basically saying, do you not have any balls to come up here on the stand and actually tell the truth and all this stuff? And then later on a reporter outside asked him, he's like, so Hunter, what kind of crack do you like to smoke? (laughs) (laughs) So basically some of this information is being finally taken. I think a little more public where people are like, he just doesn't want to talk about his uh, past and situations, but it's at this point pretty well known that he was a hell of a partier and have gotten away with certain things yeah. because of who his dad is exactly. and all this stuff. Yeah. And and he just won't fess up to it and own it because technically all these things he was doing was illegal. Mm-hmm. And so it's yeah. it's a pretty interesting situation to be the president's son. I mean, like that would be like something – I know this is outrageous to say, but like it would be like now, let's say if I, – I don't know if it's outrageous, but it's like just imagine – if Obama was in term for two two terms like he was, but instead of his daughters being as young as they were, they were closer to eighteen, and in his second term they just went out guns a blazing, kind of like when uh, like Justin Bieber got older and just started doing ridiculous stuff. I mean, obviously, yeah, we're working at different age levels because I think Hunter Biden's sixty and yeah. and Joe's in his eighties. So different age groups, but at the same time, it's like imagine if something like that happened. You'd be like, "What the? This is the president's kid, and we know that they're doing all this shit. Like, I, honestly, what is going on?" <laughs> uh, I was there, and then you lost me when you said Biden. So I don't like that name. <laughs> Fair enough. So what, what else did you have on your bulletin for today? Is that mainly <laughs> bulletin. So I mean, we did talk about this a little bit. Yeah. So it was um. Christianity and like those people talking about actually like what happens when we die. Oh. Well, like I, I was just getting that out there and stuff. And but I was just like thinking, just like how life can be like overlooked because okay. a lot of people just like think life just life just moves on. You can't really do much about it, which I mean it does. But just like life is short, like. Don't take it as a chance. Take it as an opportunity. You know? Like, I don't know. It's just one of those things that I always just, I don't know how to say it, but like dealt with. You've been meditating today. Yes. <laughs> no, and yeah. taking crack. Oh, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I know what you're saying. Because me and Noah's talked about it. And I see it both in both lights i feel like in certain aspects life is super short it is but then also i think in certain in other situations it's also a lot longer than some people realize like i think some people almost force themselves into a box and it's like not saying you don't want to accomplish and do things but at the same time you got a long time to figure stuff out you don't have to know what to do and how to do things now life is all about Mm -hmm. the process as well Uh, and sometimes that process is ugly so it's like that's why when i think in that mindset where i'm like well life is a lot longer than you think like when people are like well i'm 22 i'm not successful i look at and social media is what kind of lights this fire to make more people feel this way but it's like i'm not as successful as mr beast he has 200 billion Mm -hmm. subscribers and he has all this money and all this stuff and people compare themselves to others where they think they should be and it's like that's not normal Mm -hmm. they're some of the top people in whatever field or category or whatever, just because you're 20 doesn't mean that you should 
have all this money. Right. You are at the very precipice of where life really begins. Right. Every, everybody's life is different. Like you never, you're never going to, or you never should be trying to follow somebody else's step. Really, no. You always should try to take a different path. One of the, uh, one of my best quotes that I like is, um, it's by S- Steph Curry. Okay. He's just like um, another guy. He plays basketball. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, it, uh, I don't know if I can say a word of word, but basically just like, do not try to be like somebody else. Always try to be something better than somebody else. So do never because yeah, everybody has their flaws. Yeah. You I, see the perfect side of things, and it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the easy stuff right. to see. But it's like you don't know, like okay, you might look at some eccentric billionaire and that's even small compared to let's say billionaire because i've outside that but it's like even getting to a million's a big deal mm-hmm. depending on what it is but it's like you honestly don't know what this person might have done they might look pretty good on the outside they might have done that mm-hmm. but in all reality maybe in their practice or their business they cut corners and they actually right. screwed a lot of people over to get where they are it's like okay well you might want to resemble them by becoming a millionaire mm-hmm. but would you actually want to go down the same path and cause the devastation this right. big businessman on Wall Street might have done to be able to get where mm-hmm. he is. And that's also something like some people got to look at. It's like some people, or even when it comes to religious things, like um, we're talking about George Janko. I was going to bring him up here in a minute anyways. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to the episode where he had uh, Cliff, um, what's his name? I can't remember the guy's name, but he goes around to college campuses basically having open debates about christianity i know who you're talking about i know exactly i'm I'm blanking on his name yep but that was one thing they were talking about he's like i've had people ask me why is it if god's so good and he treats people well all these things why is it that terrible people end up being successful and Mm -hmm. having money it's like well that's not god doesn't have his finger on everything he doesn't force things to do these he's like some people are just very smart and they're they screw people over they don't necessarily do it right he's right. like i know christians in poverty i know christians with millions there's right like it's it, it's, it's a two-way see, street that's another thing uh, so i was listening to the joe rogan yeah. podcast with uh during the rock um and even he said like i mean he was talking about just like the importance of money mm-hmm. and just like if you get just like uh Drain the johnson he was talking about like he got his first hundred thousand dollars yeah and he just like felt a weight of just like relief yeah relief and i was just like i was that's the I, thing. I, I don't, I don't I want money sitting, to be a right that's the materialist that's the it's, thing i mean i like money of course money, money is great of course but like what's the end goal of my life yeah. like it's of course going to heaven and seeing our father you yeah. know so like i love money and i think money is great but like i feel like if you put money just that's On just a say, your if you goal, worship money yes if that if that's if you your, worship money yes. that's just like uh, worshiping the level, the the devil. Yeah, it, you know? false idols. It if you're is. going on the exactly. Christian, yep. Christian point of view with it, yeah, for sure. But that's the thing he was talking about with that. He's like, some people when it comes to business are just lucky. They're in the mm-hmm. right place, the right time. They're very smart. Doesn't mean they're a good person, but they ended up in amazing places. And yeah, they've made hundreds exactly. of millions of dollars. Yep. Doesn't mean they're great people. Exactly. But M- money does like, not describe a person. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It, but it's great when you do see amazing people with money. Yes. Because it's like they were blessed. They they help people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are, they're not just gonna give it all away because who would honestly? Right. If you were in that situation and you had ten million dollars, do you, and you've made that much money, or even let's say it's yearly, 
you really think you're going to throw 99% of it down the toilet well, and give it to everybody? See, that's like going back to, like, homeless people. Yeah. You see a homeless person on the side of the road, you want to give them money, but you don't know if they're going to spend the money on actually food of providing for themselves mm-hmm. or, or just drugs. going to get drugs and getting high or something. You just don't know. Yeah, and, and that's where, like, I want to help people. Do you know uh, – sorry, I know, uh, this is just kind of on the topic of giving money. But, like, do you know who Alex Hermosi is? Uh, I think so. So he he's done a couple podcasts. I kind of introduced Noah to him. He he really likes him, but the dude's made a lot of money in, in his day, and he's pretty young, and mm-hmm. he probably will at one point be a billionaire. Like he's he's on track oh, wow. to doing some crazy stuff in business, and basically him and his wife have already decided. Like he and he's talked about it. He's like, I don't want to give money to my kids. He's like, I don't even know if I want kids. But he's like him and his wife, and so have other big billionaires. I'm pretty sure like Bill Gates and some other people who are signed he's, up for um, this. Whereas when they die, their money just gets given away. Like That's, it basically it just gets dissolved into a bunch of foundations. Yeah, and, I don't know and if you know uh, Shaq. Shaq, he's a basketball player. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what he says about his kid. He's like, I'm not giving you my money. You have to work for it. Mm-hmm. If you don't work for it, like that's just like. Yeah, there, there's a fine line. I'm not just yeah. going to toss money at All my right. kids. Right, because I feel like it doesn't make them necessarily soft. But in a way, they don't you, in a way, you need to get that just determination and yes. motivation to actually. They shouldn't expect it. Yeah, that's, because that's the thing. if you go through life all the way by giving, getting given just money and money, money, then you just you won't want to work. You won't have any motivation desire. to do anything yeah. or desire. Yes, no. it's just I don't know. I mean, that, that's even the thing. Like when we had our first live stream. And one of the questions were was like, are you satisfied with life? All of us answered no. Very reasonable question. Mm-hmm. A lot of it makes sense. Josh's reasoning, though, I feel like is a lot more uh, in certain ways selfish. Just because it, it what did not selfish, again? but basically some of it was like he's like, oh, monetarily. And, and that was his main thing. And he's mm-hmm. like, I wish I had more money because I could do this. I could do that yeah. or whatever. And, and I want to make more money. I'm like. I get that, but to me, that's not going to bring everything. Ma- meaning yeah. to my life. Like, I'm not going to feel like I'm I've succeeded. Like, even if I die poor, if I'm able to live a fulfilling life in other ways, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Not saying I wish I didn't have a more extravagant life by any right. means, but I would be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Where if I just focused on chasing money, there's going to be other aspects of my life that completely go downhill. I might lose track of my family. I might end up divorced. Right. I might whatever my kids might hate me mm-hmm. and those are things i don't want is mm-hmm. money very important yes and do i want to have some sort of significant value when it comes to my wealth and to be able to provide 100 yes. percent. but that is not my number one priority yes yep. and so that that was one thing i even noticed with him and I, that's the thing he's hit certain mile markers already he has a kid he has grandkids right. he's more settled when it comes to certain things so it's like okay well yeah maybe there are for him, there's not really too many more milestones he wants to hit. But it's like for me, when we were talking about that, it's like my thing really has nothing to do with money. It doesn't have anything to do with having a car or a fancy house right. that would make me satisfied. I was like, I, I feel like right now, like the things in my life that I know I don't have that would allow me to be more satisfied in my life is having a family. Like that, that would be yes. number one. Uh, Being able to 100%. provide for even my, yeah, my family like, now, like my mom, my dad, my sister, that would be amazing when it came to monetary gain. But even just having a family, getting married, having mm-hmm. kids, that would mean so much more to me than yeah, having millions I of dollars. I 100% agree. I 100%. Because, like, I always – I mean, I'm still young. I'm 19. But, like, I always thought just, like, actually getting married 
mm-hmm. and actually having a kid and actually having a house together. And it's just like, it makes, it's just, I don't know, a warm feeling, I guess. I don't want to sound cheesy, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just like, yeah, that's the end goal. And the, well, I mean, that's one of the that's end the goals. ultimate goal for me. Like, that's the big thing. And I know at one point it's like, that's something I'm actually going to have to pursue, but I don't feel like I'm there yet. Mm-hmm. That's like, there, there's a time and place, I feel like, for someone right. to really pursue marriage. But it also depends on yeah. how you look at it. Some people don't value marriage today. Yeah, I mean, like, that's what's that's also literally sad. one of one of my uh, good friends. She just got engaged, and she's nineteen, and her boyfriend's twenty. But the thing is, I mean, of course, he has money actually, and he has enough to buy a house and all that. But like, I, I'm just so happy for them getting married. I mean, yes, they're young, and I know they're going to face challenges in life, yeah. but just getting married and actually having that love for a loved one and just actually expressing it and showing it. It's just, it means a lot. It's amazing. To it see. means a lot. I, I haven't been to a wedding in a long time, but it, it's something I would, I would, it would have a lot more impact and meaning mm-hmm. to me now actually going to one. Yep. Cause I was in and been around plenty as a child. Right. I was probably in eight weddings myself or, been a part of one or been at one but like as a kid you don't understand yeah i mean the, the meaning kid, behind the day as you were just there you're like where's the cake i gotta carry this damn pillow with rings on it again like how long do i gotta stand up here you guys are just gonna kiss like can we go home yet like <laughs> like you know it, yeah. it it carries no meaning to the child mind yeah. it's, it's like just... even now it's like it's it is so cheesy but it's like as someone in my mid-20s that has puts a lot of value on that aspect of life Mm -hmm. like going to see someone especially if i really cared about them to see their marriage yeah and be there for it i i couldn't tell you how how much happiness Mm -hmm. i'd bring that that is one thing no offense to like nikki and freddie but i wish they weren't married and i wish they could redo it and i wish i was there because i wasn't at their wedding and i and i feel like but also at the time i wasn't as good as friends with either of them so it's like i wish now it's like Damn it! I wish I I was there to mm-hmm. live that memory with them because it would have been such an amazing day. Yeah, to to experience. But Bless them. It, it, it's awesome. But so not only that. So you, speaking of like George Jenko and everything, so you've been listening to the Andrew Tate podcast uh, with him. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I listened to it a couple of weeks ago. I actually talked about it a little bit, and I really messed up one thing. It got posted as a short. It was just my wording was so spread out. But I don't know if you've gotten to the point. So I'll, I'll just go. I'll hopefully use this for short. But I'll also tell you. Have you gotten to the point where Nate talks about his three main like pillars that he mm. thinks will bring success and very important to a masculine male lifestyle? Honestly, I might have. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this like a short. So I'm talking to you, but I'm talking to them. Okay. okay. We're, we're going to go for it, okay? Because I don't want to mess this up. <laughs> You're so ready for this. Let's do this. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> so Andrew Tate has three pillars in life that he believes will br- bring the most success to a man. Number one is wealth. Making money. That is not what it was. <laughs> <laughs> what was number one? It wasn't wealth. It was... <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you actually got to this part. Oh, so. What was the third one? Oh, shit. <laughs> wow, you did great. That was amazing. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Dang it, I kind of w- wish I could go rewatch the short because I know I mentioned one. 
What if it was money? Oh, oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay, redo. All right, redo, redo. I don't know how do you rewind, but whatever. I can't do it. Yeah. All right, all right, we got this. Andrew tastes three pillars of masculine, masculine energy and meaning for success. Number one, being a strong man, fitness, working out, getting healthy, being strong mentally and physically when it comes to doing basically anything. Number two. Mm Get wealthy. Get money. Because without it, you can't do a lot. Money makes life easier, like we talked. Money like, makes life more fun. You can provide for your family and many other people's and just mm-hmm. keep growing in wealth. And he also thinks that if you focus on finding wealth, you'll grow in job opportunities, networking, meet a lot of great people, and learn a lot if you go down that path chasing money in certain aspects. And then number three, which I feel like is a, a very important one, is brotherhood. Having a good group of men and friends around you to help carry you through life and be there to push you just as much as you push them. And those are kind of his three pillars mm-hmm. that he thinks defines a successful masculine life. 100%. And, 100%. and listening to it, I'm like, he's not wrong. Like, that it yeah. makes a lot of sense. It was like, that was, there's a couple things there that I lacked growing up. It's like I didn't have a sense of brotherhood for a long time, I didn't have. Um, money or fitness and it's like these past couple of years I've worked on the, uh, I feel like all three of those categories right, yeah. a lot more and I feel like it has done a lot positively for me and myself and other people around mm-hmm. me and, and I feel like some of the things he says does carry a lot of weight yeah, I mean you, I you said you true. haven't listened to all of it so you're yeah. you're yeah. maybe halfway through of part this, one, right? No, you, the second episode. I started the second episode by accident. First. Oh, okay. So, but so there's still a lot to miss. There's still I okay. still have to rewind and go to the first one and watch like the second half. Well, what are your thoughts so far? So I mean, you know, you I, see I guess, all these you see all these videos about Andrew Tate, and he's always just I guess straight to the point and mm-hmm, bold, mm-hmm. and it's a good thing. But also, I feel like I don't agree on some of his stuff. I mean, also like nobody's gonna. 100% agree on somebody, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yes, Andrew J has some amazing, just factual, just straight to the point, just facts, you know? Yes. And um, that's the thing with George, too. Like, George, George was not a believer at all until he just, like, found out about Christ. And then that's when he just, like, and then, and then that's when he just totally invested all his time into Christ. And then he got tons of hate about it mm-hmm. and him actually just like dealing with that and actually listening because he just posted his latest episode it said how andrew tate changed my life mm-hmm. and then under it yep. says i have no girlfriend did you know that he has a girlfriend but i think they broke up no oh no? I, I listened to it oh they're really? engaged okay okay yeah i was cur- curious too i was, I was like, like what is that because like, they break up she wasn't because... she wasn't also in the episode so i was like huh no, they're they're engaged. Okay, now. okay. No, okay, I sure. I do, because that was something I kind of talked about and I didn't explain it very well, but like, I it was because I started watching Impulsive because I thought Logan really grew as a person. Mm-hmm. I kind of stopped after the George Janko yeah, drama. Me too. And it just threw me for the wrong way. As someone that sees myself as a Christian, I don't necessarily flash the label around because I also don't like some people that do that. Like you know, like some people almost walk around that 
if I'm Christian, I'm almost better than other people. That's, I, I that's what, what I, mean. I don't. Like. I mean, I'm always going to say yeah. I'm a Christian. Yeah, but but I'm never. I don't. I'm never like, going to say uh, you're not a Christian. You're going to hell. But no, yeah. because that's not that's not what Christians uh, yeah, do. I, no, exactly. At all. That's so, not but that's what, the thing. Some that, do. That's yeah, why I, I don't try being pushy with it. And yeah. I, but that's like that's not what God has called no, us. Not God has called us to actually bring other love, people, love one another, bring other people to Christ, or to be another disciple. That's be another disciple. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, when when Logan and Jake was, started saying that, it was just a lot. It really and was. I was just like, "You jerks!" Like, yeah. I mean, he was basically degrading George for his beliefs, questioning they were, everything. They, they were, were doing everything. They were literally it, making fun of him. It was it they was were. a lot. It was it was a lot. And it was just kind of like I. I mean, okay, you don't believe it. That's because they fair, even they but even that said, doesn't mean you treat someone that way. Yeah, they even said like you're going to believe in somebody you can't even see or something like that. I remember they said something about that. Like, and I, I was what, just, did you believe in Santa as a kid? Yeah. Like, I, I, that's what, like, honestly, actually pissed me off. Well, I think part part of that in general made me mad. But just in general, it was, like, his personality and ego with it. And I was like, this is supposed to be one of your good friends. Like, that Who? alone, like, Logan and, oh, and yeah. George. Yeah, I know. So it was like, that alone was like, really? Like, that, that's a lot. To really yeah. try throwing on someone and treating them like that, and I, I was know. like, I understand why he wanted to leave, and yeah. so he did. And even he said, like, like if you haven't listened to the Andrew Tate podcast episode with him in general, I think that's probably one of his best episode like episodes ever. Mm-hmm. And then even the one afterwards that he talks about is really cool because he talks about how he's like, I really realized that I just need to be me and. People looked at me for being the funny guy, trying to make jokes, yeah. everything. Like, and he was talking about that. And which he episode. is hilarious, and he is funny. But it's like people real thought that that was just me, and I couldn't have in depth, real conversations, and I couldn't yeah. really show myself. And he's like, I think the Andrew Tate episodes were one of the first episodes where I was really able to show my true colors, mm-hmm. and people responded amazingly yeah. to it. Like you the, can... the re- feedback he's had off of that, and the amount of subscribers and followers he's gotten on instagram like all this stuff he he's is blown, blown up. up from that like, like that, just those episodes have been amazing alone. yeah i i, I mean, honestly am so happy for him i am because too. him just changing to a believer and getting all the hate well, he was, he was always he, christian you know he was raised christian yeah he just he was. wasn't he, he just wasn't super super yeah and that's yeah, yeah i mean he kind of just felt felt off i yes, feel like yeah. he's that the way yeah. he said it he said something yeah, like yeah that. something along those lines yeah he, but he strained away he he came back shall yes. i say i guess that's better wording but yeah it, it, and it's really good and I, I know what you mean with andrew tate things like when i looked at it certain things i found what he said because they were offensive uh, i found them funny but then at the same time did have some truth to it yeah. but even he said and that's the thing you might have missed it in some of the conversation just because you haven't been there yet but he, he like george calls him out for it he's like you make good points but why do you got to say it this way and he's like well at the time it was and it makes sense too it's like let me say it in the most outrageous hateful way possible because it's going to get the most attention negative publicity is publicity mm-hmm. he's like i literally became the most searched google man in the world in 2022 and i, I became the most well-known person in the world and it's like you know what okay fair enough that you're right you did like you yeah. did that but it's like i think this is the time where you kind of change and realize like the points you're making don't have to be hateful. They're not. And the right. stuff you're trying to I promote feel like, is good. It's yeah. just how he comes across yeah. that pisses so many people off. True. Yep. And so I feel like in the end, he honestly has a very positive message, and he's a really nice guy. 
Like mm-hmm. in the so th- that's another thing. After you listen to those episodes, you need to listen to the latest one because he breaks down some of the things afterwards and, and talks about what they did. I will. And everything. I, I, and he, I'm really. He's like he's genuinely it. a a nice person, but he's also like. It's also like walking around with the president. He's like, there was people there that I had no idea that was mm-hmm. part of his gang, like his crew, yeah. that were probably armed to the teeth, mm-hmm. and we had no clue. Yeah. And he's like, it was insane. It was wild, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it just the the whole story. It, it was it was amazing. And then also to hear, like, obviously they're never gonna see this, but congratulations to Bell and George on getting engaged. Oh yeah, it, it was very cool. It was that, cool for him I, to talk I about that no story. Idea, so, I, I mean, I've always thought that they were a cute couple, even when I first saw them. Yeah dating because every now and again I, I would watch some of his youtube videos and mm-hmm. i was like they're both very sweet and then seeing some of their podcasts before the andrew tate one and all that stuff mm-hmm. and just seeing their relationship and i was like they honestly do have like a very like a relationship that i wish i had like a very valuable one and to see them actually yeah. push towards that and him pop the question i was like that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Not saying I didn't see it, but I was like, that's really cool. Yeah. And, and it's very beautiful. And I, I think they're a really cute couple. So I'm, I'm happy for them. I am too. I'm too. So I got, I got to ask what, one of your things that you put down on your, uh, bulletin was some random numbers. What the hell did that these numbers, the numbers mean? For Sudan and oh. Egypt. <laughs> I, I didn't pay attention when you threw out those numbers. I didn't even look over to be like, Oh, that's what that was. Because <laughs> I just was like, did he ever really mention numbers? Yep. <laughs> you just didn't listen to me. I did listen. I just didn't nope, realize nope, that's what it was for. Nope. I'm sorry. Wow, look at those numbers. Yeah, hey, I needed to keep it a secret. Okay, you know? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, why are there random numbers over there yeah, on the screen? I thought it was interesting. Okay, nope. honestly, I had no <laughs> idea. So I was just like, I, went, I, was I mean, just, hey, you got you to gotta admit, Egypt is the one that gets all the all the 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 acknowledgement Bang. for being pyramid yeah. guys. and then it was like the, I, it was on reddit so like the, there's a comment on reddit it was just like why is egypt like the only one that's known for the, the pyramids and one guy under it was getting was getting somebody was like uh that's not necessarily true like i was born and raised from sudan like we are known for our pyramids. I know, but I never hear so anybody mad. being like, "Dude, did you see the Sudan pyramid?" I'd be like, "Huh? What? <laughs> Where is that? What are you talking about?" But no, I guess they have like 255 or over that. Yeah, that. but are they as big as my house, or are they like well, how big are we talking? Like they're probably bigger than your house. <laughs> they're pyramids, dude. Yeah, but there's definitely pyramids the size of my home. Taller, at least. Maybe taller, but you That's know, dude, like a two-story house. It's, I mean, so I it's bigger than I could do that. It's bigger than I could do that though. You're you have a one story. Like I, house. I could I could build one. Let's build a pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> Just we'll buy some ground and we'll we'll build our own. We're gonna make Indiana known for a pyramid. Boom. <laughs> first pyramid. Boom. Boom. Two first, guys first in a dream. Two guys. Yeah. In first twenty first twenty first century pyramid. We're we're gonna build it. Two I guys in a dream. They might kiss. No. You know? <laughs> no. No, we're not kissing. Okay. You know we're, that joke, though, right? Yes, yeah. I know the joke. <laughs> you, well, what is that even from? I, it was um, two friends in a room. Oh. <laughs> it was like a TikTok. <laughs> yeah. It was like so two friends in a room. They might kiss. Yes, we will. <laughs> what? Uh, I don't even I remember. I said, yes, I, yes I, we will. I don't even remember and how. It was like, y'all into some song, and they like did this, and then they're like this. <laughs> 
See, he knows more about it than I do. That's what's sad. You're just old. I'm... Okay, well, that that makes me want to call it there because it's about my bedtime. I need to eat dinner. It's like you 4 probably... o'clock in the afternoon. I know it's not 4 o'clock, but... <laughs> I wish it would. It, it would be nice. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed. Hopefully, the multi-cam works out pretty well. And uh, like we said... Be sure to like and subscribe. We yes. haven't said that, but be sure to like and subscribe. We're, we said it. We're at 235 as far as I'm aware. And um, be sure to comment any questions you yeah. have for Brian. Anything you guys want us to ask? Just random anything, anything you want to ask us. Why not? Yeah. Comment it, and we will read your comments and message you guys back. Why not? All right. So we will see you guys all next week. Yes, we will. Peace out, everybody. Bye.